I'd like to share with you today important issues which are also reminders as to what is celebration and joyfulness is about. We all want to be joyful at all times not just one day and suffer and pay a price many, many other days. Suffering is due to human ignorance, to human wrongdoing, human injustice, lack of wisdom. We need, therefore, to be modest at all times, to have courage, to have wisdom and to be just when it is also concerning ourselves. So you are free from blaming others, accusing others, and as a result of that courage and justice and wisdom, we grow in realizing that the perfect light of the Creator is ever there. And therefore, all of us are such that we are challenged constantly by this situation in the world of dualities, the good and the bad and the up and the down. Every restriction in this world has its equivalent of expansion. When you go to sleep, you are restricted in your normal worldly activities. But you enter into another zone where you replenish, where you relax, where you are at all times allowing the body and the mind and the heart to have its own, if you like, equilibrium. The month of fasting has its outer restrictions. You restrict your diet, your, what you look at, what you do, what you taste, in the hope that you have greater expansion regarding insights, meanings, lights, and delights. I want to share with you today five ayahs from Surah Al-Baqarah. They are ayah 153 to 157 inclusive. The very, very deep ayahs will sum up in a way, as so many other parts of the Quran give us the same story from a different angle. These ayahs tell us that no human being ever will be spurred the opportunity of being given difficulty and restrictions and constrictions. But some of us will come out of these things more victorious. Some of us will come out of them smashed. What is the way? What is the map? 
آية 153 بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا or those of you who have taken refuge and trust and reliance upon Allah Azza wa Jal you trust that there is a perfection behind what appears استعينوا بالصبر والصلاة rely upon patience and salat inna allaha ma'as sabirin allah is certainly with those who are patient what does it mean inna allaha ma'as sabirin as-sabur is one of allah's name usually in this list of 99 names it is the last one so as though it comes as the foundation as-sabur is allah's name so it says take help from rely upon patience stop time what is few hundred years between friends what was 10000 years ago going to geological times islam was announced 1400 years ago and look at the state of many so called muslims have patience it doesn't mean having patience you are lazy you are doing what you can but there are situations that you can't speed up the matter if you and i have had bad healthy habits it's not going to change simply by you being told that it is your diet is wrong your lack of exercise or this or that it will take some time for your metabolism for your hormones and all of these things to change you need to be at it but with patience and perseverance knowing that you are on a proper program you will ultimately come out in the right equilibrium you will come out wholesomely and well in every way mind body and heart so it says take help from sabr wa salah wala taqulu liman yuqtul fi sabil Allah amwat bal ahya walakin la tash'uru and don't ever imagine those who have left this world whether have died in battle of defending their homes or their deen don't ever think those who have worked or made jihad or strived in the way of Allah they are dead they're certainly alive walakin la tash'urun the key word here is shu'ur shu'ur is a very important arabic word hair in arabic is from the same word is called sha'r hair shu'ur is that which you feel you know the hairs are like antennas they heat feel So he says don't ever think that those who have gone before us truly doing their utmost to know more Allah's attributes to serve in the way of Allah to serve their community whether it is in outer or inner jihad don't ever think they are dead they are ever alive implying that ruh is fully effulgent the soul or the spirit or the ruh of those who have gone with that clarity is already you know in the upper heavens so the word here the words in these two ayahs sabr there are more than 70 times this word mentioned in the quran and there are so many ayahs inma yuwaffa as-sabiruna ajruhum bighayri hisab those who are patient will be given their reward without any measure beyond measure and our great teachers often classify patience and sabr as four different categories 
One is upon afflictions and difficulty. You're in difficulty, you're out of work, you have no money, people have deserted you, your wife has been angry with There is nothing you can do about it. This is called bala. You be patient. Stop it. Don't antagonize. Don't revenge. Don't answer back. It's not going to help. Be patient. It will pass like clouds. It will pass. The second category is on goodness. Many of us muck our life up when you are wealthy. I have personally known more people who have suffered because of wealth than because of lack of it. Because of wealth, everything comes to you. Everybody comes to you and says, nice. They want to be photographed with you also. Because they, you know, he's a rich man. He's a, they don't know that the bug may catch you and you too will get a very bad you know, virus. You know, it's wealth as our great masters, as the prophet says, as Imam Ali and all the great, says wealth is about you feeling content in your heart. No one can give you more or take away from you unless it is by Allah's design. Trust in Allah's design and you will always be content and centered. Nobody can give you whatever extra or less than that which is appropriate for you. What is appropriate? Allah says, وَكُلِّ شَيْءٍ خَلَقْنَاهُ Everything in existence is created according to a measure. It will finish. You have set those waves in motion. And now you are gulping a lot of, you know, dreadful, if you like, difficulty. Fine. You have to go through it. So I was wrong. I didn't know what I set off. And be patient. So this second one is upon wealth and power. The third one is obedience. Obedience of what? Turning away from the lower self. Your lower self is your ego. Every one of us wheels it in. Don't you know who I am? Look at me. I am this. I am a hafiz of Quran. Or I have made donations, 10 mosques. And who asked you to do that? Allah Azawajal tells us, if you do goodness, it's for your own selves. In ahsantum fali anfusikum. So don't ever try and be brag or have wanted. This is the fall of religious people. They begin to compete with each other as to the size of their tabun. And that is why we are in such a mess. The Prophet ﷺ never said, I fear upon my people, other than when he said, I fear upon my people with misguided so-called ulama. Because they want power. Everybody loves power. But the wise person loves the all-powerful. And the light of the all-powerful is in your heart. So don't look at visible power because also that fellow, no matter who it is, will be disempowered. Think of them as dead. That is why the great ones, when they were under threat by the rulers, they said, may Allah forgive us and forgive you. You can't do anything for me other than what Allah has written for me. And I am in Allah's hand. And inna lillah wa inna alayhi raji'oon. We are for Allah, from Allah, and to Allah we return. Look, what a protection through knowledge, through wisdom, and through the heart's tuning to the ultimate. But you have to be honest to your state. If you are fearing a human being, then you need to work upon yourself in order not to fear your own ego, in order for you to transcend your ego 
to your heart. Move from the lower self to the higher self. Then you are already in the garden. And the fourth most important aspect of sabr is upon your making mistakes. Upon ma'asiyah. You know, always have said, I made a mistake. Turn it. Say, may Allah speak. Remind me. You remind me. Remind me of each other. So as, because I don't want to suffer. So I must have patience upon my stupidity to get out of it with high gear. So sabr is one of the most wonderful qualities that Allah has designed. It is a field of energy. You and I, once we tap into it, you'll find it wonderful. You stop time. One million years. Two hundred years. What is two hundred years between friends? Never mind. I'll be patient. I love the fellow. I'll be patient with him for much longer. Not a big deal. So, istainu bi sabri wa salat. And then the word sabil is very important. This is a lot of misguidance comes from somebody says, I'm doing it fi sabilillah. That means they want now to gain greater authority because they are serving or helping or being generous. Allah says, if you do anything, good is for you. Allah does not need my help. Allah does not need my dua. Allah does not need my salat. Allah does not need my sabr. Allah does not need my fasting. I need it. Why? Because I am designed the first 20, 30, 40 years of my life to identify with my ego, with my personality, with my so-called self. And I'll suffer from that until I realize that this so-called self is only a shadow due to the real self, which is my ruh, which is the light of the creator in my heart. But why am I not aware of that light? Because the heart is darkened. Why is the heart darkened? Because of my meanness, my arrogance, my fears, my anxieties, my lust. These things can all be cured. If you want more lust, go for it, but pay for it. Be open about it. Be correct. If you want more wealth, give your hummus, give your zakat, do your... But say it is Allah who has given it to me for a while, and it may also leave any minute. If you remember that the air that goes in your nostril may not come out, that you only have up to three minutes maximum before you are declared brain dead, be aware. The only capital you have is this time. Wake up. Once you wake up, you find you are in truth timeless. After you leave your body, some poor people must suffer and take it away and wash it. You're carrying on. Are you ready for that carrying on? What are the conditions for that carrying on? The conditions is that your mind is clear, your heart is pure, you are alive. Whether you are in the body or out of the body. So this business of yash'urun or feeling is very important. Allah says, watch out. There are so many ayahs of this word. It says, they only plot against their own selves, but they don't know what they are doing. Because Allah says, I am the ultimate designer. You think you are a designer of something? You are a plotter of something? You are a schemer of something? I have allowed you to scheme. 
because all of these so-called schemes are secondary to my original scheme. But we don't feel it. We then, you know, I'm clever. You know, I just wait a minute to see how I'm going to catch him. You're going to dig yourself in a deeper well. And give that which is not yours. To Allah belongs whatever is in heavens and earth. So what do you and I have? At best we are guardians. Give that which you want to keep. Allah defines the ultimate path of salvation, which is abrar. You will never reach that stage until you give that which you want to keep. So watch out your cupboards and your this and that and your accounts and so on. What are you hiding? The more you can open it, the more you find you are truly Allah's guest. As a guest, you don't go to somebody's house all the time opening drawers and saying, you're courteous. Adab, adab, adab. Ad-deen kulluhu adab. It's courtesy. Wait and you find what you need will be given to you. And the ultimate path, the ultimate level, is for you to have one need only, to pray that you do not think falsely the illusion that you have needs. What a freedom! That all what you want is to know you have no needs. Allah will provide it for you. As the great prophets have said, he who created me, he will guide me. How best do I? Now, this business of provision is very important. If you have been fending for yourself, it has become a habit. You can't immediately get out of it. Share and care, and you find eventually, in truth, you are Allah's guest. All what you and I are doing is borrowing energy, transferring it into action. And the more you are in difficulty, the more it means that you are not passing in this world in a smooth way. You are identified with your own self. I am the doer. I have done it to them. I have built this. He is built. This is sickness. You need remedies. And the remedy is to say, Allah has done it. I was the agent, yes. But don't thank me. Thank Allah more. I happened to be there, and I did it. You know, it's like the fellow was crossing the bridge in Baghdad and there was somebody drowning and this fellow with his turban jumped. It was winter and the wind was blowing and a precarious bridge. He jumped into the deep end with mud and everything. Tigris is very, very, sometimes can be exceptionally high volume and muddy. So after half an hour, he rescued somebody. He comes to the side of the, ro- of the river. Everybody came. They saw he was an alim with a turban because the turban was still floating. They started reciting, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, what a great man. You saved somebody. It was an honest fellow. He came out, he said, who was the bastard who pushed me in? (laughs) You you are an instrument. At best, you are a means. You don't say, yes, thank you very much. Now put my picture everywhere there. I have built this. Thank Allah to have enabled you to do something for others. Because in truth, there is no otherness. We are all the same at heart. We all want happiness, goodness, friendliness, all of the things that we desire. Outwardly, everyone is different. Your mother is different, my father is different. It's not important. Those differences 
This Prophet says, The difference of our own people is a mercy. No two of us are the same. I am not the same as I was an hour ago. You are not the same as you will be in two minutes. All of it is in change. But there is one eternal source of life and light that does not change. That is our reference. That is in our heart. And then the ayah continues so magnificently. This is the third ayah. وَلْنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ مِنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْجُوعِ وَنَقْصٍ مِنَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَنْفُسِ And certainly all of you human beings, all of humanity will be afflicted, tried, and tested by some fear. Who has no fear? Most of us have fears. And many people also have the fear of between the man fears the wife and the wife fears the man and the children are mixed up in between. Really, this, we have some fear of anxiety, insecurity. Where will my provision come from? And hunger. That is why most people are in a better mood before breaking their fast. Because they, they know that soon it's going to be over. So they are in a better mood. You can. is hunger. And reduction. So there is always reduction. One of the greatest masters we have. Ibn Ata'ullah al-Iskandari, who passed away a few hundred years ago in Cairo, big mosque and shrine in the Maqabir, in the main cemeteries. He says, one of his great teachings, he says, Al-Faqatu A'yadul Arifin. A'yad is plural of Eid. Faqa is huge affliction that nobody can relieve you. He says, that state of ultimate, desperate situation is the Eid for those who are enlightened. Because you know you can't turn anywhere else. No excuse. No uncle, no father, no brother, no bank manager, nobody. Now you are cornered. Thank Allah that you can't turn anywhere else except to whoever has always been there. So Allah's promise is that. We will always give you some shortage. They will have shortage of friends, brothers, uncles. They will die. And wealth. Who in our own life, who do you know who is in their 40s, 50s, did not have cycles in his life or her life that they did not have a shortage or insecurity about their welfare, about their money, about their job? Everybody. So Allah's rahmah with thamarat and the fruits that you were expecting. Everybody goes into the business, they more business. Yes, why not? More money. It's a good thing, you know. There's no risk in it. Why do you want more? So I can build more mosques. Why do you want more mosques? As though the ones we are we're already having now are giving people light and delight. Wabashir al sabiri. But give the good news to those who are patient. Meaning who can switch off desires. Sabr is timelessness. Stop it. Visualize you are dead. What a wonderful place. There are people here. There is Eid here. There are intelligent people wanting to know. There is Quran recited. There is collective effort. There is goodwill. What wonderful news. Bashir al-Sabirin. Stop it.
Switch off your ignition. I have in my own life known people who were exceptionally successful in this life. And I would ask them, exceptionally successful, you know, people who could turn a whole country upside down, or 10, ten countries. So what do you want? He said, I just want to have five days to myself with no connection or communication. But they can't do it. They are scared. What happens if I don't constantly do the up and down of the market and respond? And they can't, as the Shah was leaving Iran 30 odd years ago, the last thing he said in the airport, how can they live without me? And the poor fellow was a destitute the last few years of his life. Nobody wanted him. Look at despots. Every week you find a despot or a tycoon. People who had billions, power beyond you, they don't know where to turn. So they're lucky those, before it's too late, they say, no, we're going to give our wealth as it's beginning to happen so that we enjoy giving. When you give, you actually activate the pleasure spots in your brain. It's a brain activity. The neurons begin to fire. It's a nice thing to do, nice thing. So it is that, simple as that. So give all the time. Give your time, give your wealth, give your whatever you can. Some people only want to give your, their wealth and say, donate to the mosque and let them get out. Because he enjoys his own other whimsicalities, you see. Give and other people know, give their time and keep their wealth. The balance is give both your time and your wealth. Because really in terms of true wealth is your time. Then you find you have all the time. Allah will give you that vastness of sabr. Now, Bala, look at the beautiful ayahs that we have. Surah Sajda, for example. We make them taste. Part of what you are doing, you begin to taste the dreadfulness, the bitterness of your cleverness. All of these three ayahs I quoted for you end up with there are many others. So that you return. Return to what? Return to read the map. What is the map? There is shaitan in me, my lower self, and there is Rahman in me, the nur of Allah in my ruh. So as I return to reading that, Iqra, the first surah, the first ayah, read. Read how it is. The Prophet ﷺ often used to make the dua, Allahumma arini al-ashya'a kama hiya. Oh my Lord, oh Allah, oh my Rabb, let me see things as they are. Is it now your ego speaking? Or are you speaking from your heart, just out of joy as a bird that sings? What a difference. That which is from a heart will touch hearts. That which is from a head will only reach heads. That which is real will for always be real. And the Quran is full of it. That, For example, addressing the Prophet, he says, give them the good news that you are truly here in order to be in ecstatic joyfulness, knowing Allah's way. And if you don't do it, you will suffer. 
And then he says, and if you, they don't listen, وَسِرَاجًا munira, You're doing it just as a singer, whether there are millions in the audience or none. Like a bird, you sing what is in your heart. Then this business, this word of adab is a very important one. There are more than 300 ayahs in the Quran translated as affliction or punishment, more so as punishment. It is not in Arabic. I'm not talking about ancient Arabic, even any good Arabic dictionary. It is habs, man, wa tark. It is not punishment. It is restriction, constriction, and leaving behind. If you and I leave this world without having discovered the nur of eternal joy in our own hearts, you will be in adab. You are restricted from it. Here, you and I can access the truth by turning away from falsehood. We can access the ruh, the higher self, by turning away from the lower self. After death, you and I have no power. That is why we will be in adab. Because you are not fully clear as to Allah is guiding you, Allah is in you, Allah is before you, Allah is after you. So, المفر, Allah reminds us in the Quran, where do you run to? So you have cornered yourself by yourself, by Allah's magnificent gift to us, which is our ruh and our heart. So you are finished. You are now truly Abdullah. You are now living with the earth under your foot, not the dunya on your head crushing you. The third ayah, fourth ayah, number 156, and it is about those when they are afflicted with difficulty, they confess, they admit, they declare, we are for Allah, to discover Allah, and we are from Allah, and we return back to Allah. So who are you? Where are you? Only a shadow. Turn away from the shadow, you will enter the meadow of the ever-present garden. The garden is not a place. The ayah says in the Quran, And the garden's width is that of heavens and earth. When this ayah came down, they asked the Prophet ﷺ, but if the width of the garden is heavens and earth, but where is fire? He said, but where is night when day comes? When you begin to discover the joy of the garden in your heart, you will not be lusting after a little more property here, a little bit. This is childish. But this world is a kindergarten, and we are children. So we are for Allah and to Allah. There are so many ayahs, ayatul kursi. And many other ayahs remind us, lahu ma fis samawati. To him belongs whatever is in heavens or earth. Surah, in Surah An-Nur, ayah 43, Surah An-Nur is ayah Surah 24. وَلِلَّهِ مُلْكُ السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَإِلَى اللَّهِ الْمَصِيرِ And to Allah belongs whatever is in heavens and earth. And to Allah returns everything. And another word, another name of Allah is Warith. He who inherits it all. And you and I are worried about our miserable little inheritance. 
the fourth, the last ayah, the fifth ayah that I want to share with you. It is these people who have sabr, who know that they are from Allah to Allah by Allah. It is them who Allah blesses. There are numerous other ayahs. For example, the ayah which says, It is Allah who brings upon you salat. Salat here means blessings. Here, the ayah 157 says, Those people, they receive the taste of blessing. Min rabbihim. And there is upon them rahmah. Constantly seeing rahmah. Even though they are in difficulty. You are in difficulty, fine. Admit it, fine. We've seen difficulty. But turn a bit away, see why it happened. How it happened. See the rahmah in the perfect cause and effect. And then continues, They are the people who are well guided. So here is the ultimate good news is that man amila salihan min dhakarin aw untha he who does wellness goodness goodness is what declaring the truth living truthfully whether they are male or female wa huwa mu'minun and they are trusting and relying upon allah is always there i am sometimes a bit more absent minded sometimes more confused allah is never ever absent these people the quran says We'll give them a most sweet way of life. That's what we want. That's the happiness we want. And they'll get their reward. Better than they, what, what they were doing. So your way, my way, his way, do something for others until you discover there is no otherness. There is oneness. There was only one. There is only one. There will only be one. And it is only, you are also one. But don't give me any, mini money mu. Talk about one. Have integrity. Say what is in your heart and in your head. Unify them. So you'll be one person, not on the one hand and on the other hand. On, we don't know what you said to who you said, when you said it, all of that hypocrisy. You are going to be shattered. So this is the way to redeeming oneself from oneself to becoming truly alive by the ruh. Then, this is the ayah that sums it up. Nurhum yas'a bayna aydihim bi'imanihim. They are the people whose light is in front of them, leads them like a torch. Because of their iman, due to their faith and trust that Allah is with us, Allah will guide us, Allah will show us Allah will stop it. Allah will show me how best to redeem myself from my own mistakes and from the mischief of So you're all the time attuned with the nur of Allah that is the most perfect guide, the most perfect power ever present. I pray to Allah Azza wa Jal to perfect our Islam, Iman, Ihsan. I pray to Allah Azza wa Jal to always show us that outer restrictions could lead to inner expansion. I pray to Allah Azza wa Jal to always keep us with the best of company and companions who will remind us always for us to constantly refer back to that which is within every heart, but we need to access it with the best of ability and the best of prayer.